And we're back. You're back. I'm black. You're Better white. Black. You're so white. Oh, maybe. Okay. San Diego. So, how do we do this again? On the road again. Just like riding a bike. Just like riding a bike. Big, rusty, um, rickety, long of a bike. <laughs> dude. Get off it. Get off it. <laughs> How about you just do the talking and I'll interject with the bad jokes. That's all I'm good for right yep, now. Pretty much. That's pretty all much. you want me for. Mm-hmm. You just use me. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, From Surfers to Sailors. <laughs> A family of five's journey to liveaboard status, right? <laughs> Closer. To closer. Facebook friends. Wait, we have Facebook friends? <laughs> Click your bait. Oh my god. This is what happens when we try to record these episodes at the same time, <laughs> is like the jokes from one just trickle right into the next. You can't you can't what is the line? divide them in your mind. A family of five's journey to live aboard status. To, to living li- on a sailboat. To living on a sailboat. Okay, I'll try this again. A family of five's journey to living yeah. on a sailboat. Let's try There's no again. aboard anywhere? I don't think so. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. No, I'm not. <sighs> Hi, and welcome to our podcast, From Surfers to Sailors. <laughs> do, do it again. All this... <laughs> My God, people wonder why it takes so long to get these episodes out. It's because I have to cut all this shit. (laughs) There is so much that has to get cut. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, From Surfers to Sailors. A family of five's journey to living aboard a sailboat. I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Joe. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Today, we are going to talk about why it's taken us so fucking long to put another episode out. I can't say fuck, but you can say fuck. Music, fuck all you want. What the fuck is taking so long? Exactly. What the fuck has taken so long? Um, what the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. How long has it actually been? Over when two did months. Our, when did our last episode come out? I think it was September something or other, and on the website I said, we will try to have the next episode out by October 9th. And here it is, Christmas Eve Eve, and we're trying to record the sixth episode. Well, we'll just give them, like, the double, double deuces. We'll drop a deuce. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get one and then another. You're going to drop double deuces. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Right? We'll make up for it. Yep. What? Uh, what's what the title is, of this episode? Why have we taken so fucking long? It could be called In the Interim. Of course I'm getting a call. It's Steve. Sweet. Should we take this? Of course you should. Yo, Steve. What's going on? Joe? Not much, man. How you doing? Good. I haven't heard from you in a while. Oh. I've been at the, at the meeting Monday. I'm like, holy crap, I hope the COVID didn't kill him. No, we're, we're oh, good, man. We're good. Sorry, good. dude. The, the days have been blending together. Really hard. You got it. All right. Have uh, a uh, have a great um, day. And if I don't um, hear from you, have a great um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, with you Merry again, Christmas so. to you and yours too, brother. Bye, Steve. Awesome. Bye, Gabrielle. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Right, take care.
Take care. <laughs> bye, All right, take care. All right, bye-bye. Well, we're still rolling. Um, are we still rolling? Yeah, we're still rolling. Wow. Where were we? I don't why remember. are you so white? Yeah, why am I so white? What are we What are we talking about? Um, why the fuck is it taking us so long to make a podcast? So we talked about it on the last episode for a minute that we lost an audio file uh, mm-hmm. during my parents' interview, and that was disheartening and took the wind out of my sails and made me just kind of say fuck it all for a little bit. I had to do a lot more editing to try to salvage what I could from that interview. So what have we been doing with this time? Oh, good question. On the positive side of things. Did we even explain to our listeners that we we bought one Sabbat? I can't remember because it's been so long. And not having had that Sabbat for even two weeks, we got another Sabbat. Yep. That, and I've had adventures did, and misadventures and yeah, who did thunk that the easiest divorce way divorce and murder almost the easiest way to find a Sabbath is to already have a Sabbath. Mm. We're out there sailing like the second day out on our brand new eight foot, a brand new to us eight foot Sabbath, and some other guy on this Sabbath comes up and says, "Hey, nice Sabbath. You want to buy mine?" I think I told him he had a nice Sabbath. Oh, okay. So and then he said, "Gabrielle says, nice Sabbath." He says, "Do you want to buy my Sabbath?" But yeah, so we, we, we got a Sabbat to start learning how to sail on and then quickly found our way into a second Sabbat. So now we are the proud owners of two eight-foot Naples Sabbats, which mm-hmm. we have been taking out regularly on the water. So instead of making podcasts about wanting to learn how to sail, we have actually been going out and learning how to sail. Oh, and learning we have. Yes. So in one the of bumps, the books, the lumps, the yes, tears. we did talk about this because I remember one of the books that I bought for you. Now, I can't remember the name because they're not in front of me, but we had this exact same problem the last time we talked about it. So this would have been the very last oh, episode. <laughs> no, 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 not Bradford Rogers, although his book is awesome. Uh, and of course, his podcast as well, which we continuously plug on here. But the Sea Gypsy one. Um, Want to get away? Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. Oh, I'm going to have to look up my phone again. We did this Don't the last it. episode. Don't do All right, it. anyway, so no the book that we plotted the research. last time, which the in the first chapter, the guy talks about get a little boat because the skills that you learn on the little boat will transfer up onto a big boat and you can't get yourself into too much trouble on a little boat. And boy, have what we trouble that you can right. get into? I found it though. We have proved that right. We have gone out quite I a number of times. I think I got a concussion. Actually, I think that was a concussion. I honestly do. I ran Gabrielle <laughs> over in the sailboat, and that was one of the least misadventures that we've had. Oh yeah, um, the, I sailed right under a bridge and got caught, almost knowing about a half a second before that that's what was going to happen. Probably. Well, I was yelling at you for two minutes before then saying, two abort, minutes. abort. It was not two minutes. Oh, my God. You're full Thir- of it. 30 seconds. Full of it. Not even that. You had enough time. I to... turned around you and said, jived. if I get caught under this bridge, you'll know not to go under you it. You could have so jived. I just took one for the I team. told you you can't fit. I was pretty get confident out. I could get under no. it. So, <laughs> anyway, we have had some some fun adventures. Has in enough time boats. gone by that it's funny now? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I don't um, know. So, yeah, we've, we've been taking these boats out here around the bay in Long Beach. 
and have been learning all kinds of lessons. The one where I ran Gabrielle over, oh. uh, <laughs> we had a great day out here sailing. Everything was fantastic until we got back to the shore, shore and Gabrielle stepped out of the boat while I was still manning the rudder and she slipped and that one leg reached she the went bottom under of the ocean yeah she fell off the boat and then went slid, under which then changed the weight of the boat which caused me to basically Release. tack right on top of her and then as she came up out of the water the boat was, was actually not on the suddenly tour. over so I, I, I ghosted the whip on a boat. Mm-hmm. Ha ha, yeah. And I got a concussion. Then you got a concussion. So yeah, she came up out of the water, and unfortunately, there wasn't air above her. There was a hull. So uh, that was uh, embarrassing and left a mark, and I caught <laughs> for a week or so about that I don't think that I one. gave you much. That was shit. pretty good. It was pretty good. <gasps> no, good? The, the shit that you gave me mm. was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. don't think... I, I'm sorry, baby. Mm. I will never run you over again in a boat. But uh, I learned that, that. <laughs> when really somebody steps off the that. boat, you really need to keep your wits about you because if they <laughs> fall off the boat, you can run them right the fuck over. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where it, it, it happened and there was nothing I could do about it. And the, the best thing I could do about it was actually just to keep trying to turn the boat harder to, to try to clear where Gabrielle went under and it, I just didn't do it fast enough. It all happened like right at once. <sighs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've had EJ out on the boat. Of course, Ezra has been out with us and showing us the ropes and how to sail, but we had EJ out a couple of times. That was pretty fun. He seemed to enjoy it pretty well. Once the screaming stopped, <laughs> um, he doesn't like, when we're getting in and out of the boat because the boat moves a lot, rocks a little bit and that freaks him out. And so one time when we were at the second time, first time he seemed to do it. Okay. The second time he knew what he was getting into. So he wasn't much of a fan of that. And we and finally, finally got going, but I had to hold him in my arms the entire time. And when you have a tiller in one hand and the main sheet in the other hand, and then you're trying to hold on to a two year old all at the same time inside of an eight foot little boat, it was a real struggle. I thought you did. Great it was thing. a real struggle. Yep. But then he uh, he wouldn't let me let him go, but he did fall asleep in my arms while we were out on the water, and so that made it even harder. That now I'm sitting in the middle of a cramped little eight foot boat with the tiller in one hand, a main sheet in the other, and a sleeping baby in my lap. It was pretty hard to tack. It was pretty hard to do anything. So one of the things I've found out when we're manning these little boats is, is it's a handful. It's a complete handful. You got, you got two hands going on you're trying to go one way and then you got to tack and all of a sudden you, you, you can't let go of the main sheet. You can't let go of the rudder, but you need to change your heading and then change the direction you're sitting in the boat. And so I've still quite haven't figured out how to keep the, the tiller or the rudder pointed in one direction and stand up, turn around and sit back down facing the other way on the boat and like keep everything going the way you want it to go. It's just, I don't know. We're, I just you know, sit in the middle. There's some, some, some learning still to, to be had here. Do you want to tell us about your other adventure? Not at all. Okay. Not even a little bit. I mean, we could use up a bunch of time right now. So we had 
an awesome adventure in the boat. Joe said, truly... let's go for a destination yes. sail this time. Yes, so we, we just were... play around the bay. Let's go somewhere. Yeah, so we, we, we got a little big for our britches and decided that we were getting uh, bored of just sailing around the bay doing circles and trying to, you know, round buoys and stuff. And I said, let's, let's go over to Marina Pacifica where they have some already. public docks and, uh, it's kind of, it's like four mile sail. It's uh, we got to go up through the, uh, through the bay and then up a channel and, um, under some bridges. And, you know, it, it's, it was a pretty good idea. And we had we had a whole afternoon to be able to do it. Lots of time. Weekend. Two boats. Tons of vessels in the water. Yep. Lots of people. Very crowded. Everywhere. The wind. Um, well, let's see. Short short yeah, version of what happened when you're downwind. We got into the channels behind Marina Pacifica, and everything was going great. And Gabrielle said, "Let's go check out the Bahia Marina under the Pacific Coast Highway Bridge." And so we sailed down to the end of that little inlet and I tried to tell Gabrielle that she wasn't going to clear the bridge. You have nothing to say Crickets. about this? Crickets. I thought, so I, I thought we could, you know, there, there was a 50, 50 shot and I kept looking at the top of the mast and looking into the bridge and looking at the top of the mast. So our mast sit 13 feet up I in the air. I knew it might be a little close, but you know. Didn't have any experience. She so gets closer and closer, and I'm like, oh, babe, I don't think you're gonna fit that. I, I don't think you're getting under. Abort, abort, crunch. The thing was, is that there wasn't. It wasn't just like concrete under it. There was like this cable underneath the concrete, like concrete, and then some. Did you see that cable? So it didn't mm -hmm. just like. Yep, there was like get conduit stuck. running under the bridge, and there so there was like that cable that that the mass like bent and then cleared the cable and then on the way back up to upright it really got stuck and i don't know for for the extreme shit show that it, that it was like i thought i came out of it okay yeah it took a couple tacks a couple jives to try to try to get out from under that and then the fishermen were like watching and you yeah, know people hanging off around. their boats and it was just, just like laughing. a total shit show yep. it was it was this is not fun at the time. So the real killer we came to find out, though, is that when we got down to the end by that bridge there, the current was pulling really hard. And so it was hard to maneuver and try to try to turn and get out from under the bridge. But then with the current going as well uh, and and the wind was was not very favorable going with the current. And so we kind of had it, you know, had it on both ends that that head to wind was also head to current. Uh, so Gabrielle got out from under the bridge, which was good, but then we had to try to tack our way back up this little channel. Um, it's probably 20 feet wide or maybe a little bit more. And with the wind on our nose coming straight down the channel, uh, with the current too. And it was a nightmare. We tried to tack and we're tacking and tacking and, and you were doing quite well. Forth. Well, my boat I think is faster and points into the wind a little bit better. So Gabrielle's boat, um, the other Sabbat, it, it's uh, older and doesn't uh, doesn't seem to tack quite as nicely. So I was able to to tack up the channel and get up it. You know, I, I could have gotten out, but I'd get about halfway up and I would look back, and the Gabrielle would be quite a ways behind me and struggling. And then, and she was making headway, but 
it, it was just, it there was, was rough. a point where it just wasn't happening anymore. Yeah. She'd get about halfway through, halfway up the channel and then would, in my opinion, look like she tried to point too high into the wind and then lost it and then would have to jibe and go back, which would backslide and then lose a lot of the forward progress made and then try to tack again, tack again and work your way back up the channel and then hit a point where it, it colorful just, language. It was lots of colorful nice language. Exchange of <clears throat> obscenities. Yeah. So the big problem that we realized though, is that when she's in her boat and I'm in my boat, there is not a damn thing either one of us can do to help each other. And so we tried, I tried to offer, you know, some, some points of wisdom, like fucking tack, (laughs) don't fucking point so high, which those words were not met with, you know, much, uh, reception and they were, they were met with, you know, terms like I'm fucking trying. (laughs) Stop yelling at me. Don't fucking take everything so fucking personally. Tears. I'm trying to fucking help. Sobbing. So oh we realized that when, when, like I said, when you got a tiller in one hand and a main sheet in the other, there the is story. there is nothing you can do to try to help. You don't have a hand free. You have to steer a boat. You need both those hands in order to keep your boat going where you're trying to go. It's not like I can reach out and hold hers or hop in her boat and help or do anything. You just stuck. I was doing circles around her and just trying to trying to to explain what to do. But in a panic situation, is we're bobbing and weaving and tacking and getting closer and further and closer and further from each other. It was a shit show. It was a real shit show. So I decided I was just going to go and take a rest on the nearby dock. Yeah, so Gabrielle and just put it on the dock. Who should we see and across the channel? Funny enough. Like 30 yards away. The guy that we bought the second Sabbath from was there and was watching like us. An angel. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. But then another series of, of... But he was across the channel from us, so... Um, Gabrielle and I had a little argument about how to get the boats over to the other side. Gabrielle was insistent that she couldn't do it. She was going to get out. And so she hopped in the water and swam across the channel, leaving me on the other side, illegally parked on a dock with two fucking sabots. While she swam across to talk to Steve, the gentleman that we bought the sabot from, about what the fuck should we do? Which is all fine and dandy until a dude on the mega yacht next to me says, uh, you can't park there. And I'm like, well, we're kind of stuck. And he says, well, another boat is coming in right now and they need to get on that slip. And I said, shit, I have two Sabbaths and only one captain here. So I quickly, uh, tied off, uh, one of the Sabbaths off the edge of the, the edge of that dock where the other boat could, could still, uh, get in their slip. And had to sail the my Sabbath. Actually, it was Gabrielle's Sabbath. I tied mine off and had to sail Gabrielle's Sabbath over to the other side of the bay where her and Steve were having a chat. Then as we get over there, we're all tired. We're all flustered. We're mad. Can't mad at each other even. Can't really put two thoughts together trying to figure out how the fuck we get out of this jam sun setting by the and way. then and we realized that the sun is setting and then the wind dies and the wind dies and there is just nothing to be had so make a long story even longer gabrielle borrowed steve's bike to go pick up our cars while steve and i were going to try to sail the boats to a, a slip where we could actually get the car to and uh, haul them out and that's what we did it was it was a real shit show uh but all said and told we learned some really valuable lessons like you really got to pay attention to the current 
And you need to remember that if the wind is at your back going down a channel, that means you're going to have to tack all the way up and out of the channel on the return trip. Downhill, uphill. Yeah. So it was, the current was in our favor and the wind was in our favor as we're going into the channel and we didn't think about it and realized that, oh shit, like it's going to be really hard to get back out of this. We learned that we can't, we don't communicate all that wonderfully when we run into trouble in separate boats <laughs> and that you can't really do anything to help somebody else when you're in separate boats. And I got to really manhandle my boat uh -huh. when tacking. Uh-huh. Upwind. And we have some technical things that we needed to work on with uh, with tacking and uh, pointing into the wind. Uh, we learned that you don't abandon your boat and leave <laughs> two boats with one captain because they can't do anything. <laughs> They're stuck. But all said and told, we hauled the boats out. We got them strapped to the car. We made it out alive and everything. We were bodily unharmed and only and slightly for three weeks mentally unharmed <laughs> the boats were fine everything was in working order uh no damage uh to our property or anyone else's and we got some real good lessons and we didn't sail for three weeks after that yes that's true that's true we raced though we did race and that's another thing that we've been doing uh quite a bit of during this time we are continuing to race with dos amigos we are official crew we got our shirts and our hats, and they've even told us that uh, once this whole COVID thing's over and the old crew tries to come back, that they're going to tell them to go f*** themselves because <laughs> we have replaced them. So, yeah, dos amigos all the way. I got mm. to work pit one race. Yeah, Gabrielle got whole to work new pit. position. That was, she did was awesome. Only mild to moderately terrifying. In fact, when our regular pit guy came back the next race, uh, we all chastised him and told him his job had been taken. And uh, Not. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's also been racing with our captains for, I think, 30 years. We did a race in the fog where we could see nothing oh my God. at all. That was surreal as hell. We couldn't see Sailing like 30 GPS feet in front of marks. us, 30 feet behind us. On a compass. The boats were almost hit. It was, it was crazy. We, we totally we missed, a mark. missed the mark. Yeah, we totally the missed last the mark. mark. Well, actually, no, we didn't. We, we, we couldn't. Right we, were, we were having a hell of a time finding the mark. And there's other boats that were in front of us that were all of a sudden like, we're, we're going the other way. Like they had rounded the mark and we're just like, where the fuck is the mark? There's no mark here. So we hunted around for a good five minutes trying to find it and then found it totally not where it was supposed to be and totally realized that the other boats did not round that mark. So we did not miss the mark. We actually found it, but we was, missed the mark. We first. misplaced it for a minute. Yeah. But racing ended on a double header. Yeah, ended on a double header. So that closed out this year. We had like two races back to back, something. something like that. Yeah, and they were uh, they were good races. We've learned a lot. Uh, Ezra has been regularly racing with us. All these last couple months uh, worth of races have been on the weekend, and so we have Ezra with us. So he is now our official spinnaker grinder on the back of the boat when we're going downwind. I have. Uh, just been doing uh jib grinding and trimming and gabrielle has been in the bow mostly except for the one race doing pit We're my school semester ended on december ended. 4th thank the maker just we, in time uh, for us to get covid yeah oh now we're letting that slip out so the last couple weeks we just, have been just sick. in time yeah so we got it <clears throat> um let's see it was a couple weeks ago Around the middle of December, 
uh, Gabrielle started not feeling well, and I started having what I thought was uh, really bad allergy attacks. And then it, the next couple of days, you know, the symptoms progressed and, and realized that, yeah, I was running a small fever and Gabrielle was just feeling really achy and tired, lots of fatigue. And then our taste and smell started disappearing and we knew what was going on. So we quarantined ourselves and got some tests and they came back positive and we've isolated and watched a shit ton of Netflix over the last couple of weeks. Um, and we're all better now. Mostly Gabrielle's still a little under the wind, um, under the wind, under the wind. We're, uh, we're on the mend and out and about today, the storm back down here at the end of the peninsula watching the boats go by and this one in front of us is really interesting they have a big ass machine gun on the front of it is it coast guard is? yeah really? coast guard funny looking looks like a steel hull trawler with their they're just going duck hunting yeah i think so <laughs> but i thought coast guard boats were normally like white and red and this one isn't it's steel and it's got it's like big old rubber so fenders geez. around the outside wow. of it and a mounted machine gun on the front don't see that in the channel it's rough and much. tough right yeah, there seriously all right well the other thing i figured we could talk about is that um we've been having some real heart-to-heart conversations about oh, timelines wow. and the the timeline that i've had in mind for becoming liveaboards has never quite you know jived well with gabrielle's expectation of timeline and uh so i said we should go big and you know shoot for the moon and set our goal at one year that would have meant that july 1st 2021 would have been our goal to try to become liveaboards wow i think we need to take a break uh, take a break sure you want to say something? No, just like cut me right off in the middle of like. Oh, I'm sorry. Thing. I thought I was waiting for a good spot. I didn't mean to cut you off. All right, well, let's take a break and okay. then we can come back <clears> and talk <throat> about this. And we're back. So I was saying that Gabrielle and I have been having some heart to heart conversations about our expected timelines that July. First, 2021 would have been our one year mark from starting the podcast, and that was originally our goal on becoming liveaboards. And Gabrielle has always had the mind that that was maybe a little too ambitious. Eager? Mm-hmm. Crickets. Crickets. So, what do you have to say about that, darling? I don't know. We, had, we were starting to have a really constructive conversation over breakfast a few weeks ago and and you said wait for the podcast yeah. wait for the podcast i forbid talking about it so that we could sit here and have the conversation on tape and um evidently that's not going so well <laughs> crickets crickets well where are we at in our in our episodes how many episodes did we put out the we, last one i remember is the master plan yep we put up five so that that's the master terrifying. plan is where we're like, yes, we're going to do this in a year. And now the very next episode, oh, we quit. I think it's just part of the journey. It is. It is. That's what I've said the whole time. Said if we can't make the goal, that's fine. That's good content. It'll be okay. 
you know? So if it, if what I didn't want to do is set the goal at some number of years and then never make it, I'd rather set it at one year and then it take two than set it at two. And five years later, we still haven't started. When I look back at all the things we've done in just a short amount of time, even the last year, personally and as a, a blended family and as a, a couple and I think we've accomplished a lot you know going going back to school has been uh, an adventure in of itself and this idea and dream uh, was born like two weeks after I started school for the first time in over 20 years and that's been humbling too because um, I really didn't know what to expect but it there's bumps and bruises along the way getting used to um just the workload and the amount of self-discipline that it takes and time management and all of that and the timeline for school also I was un under the impression it was going to be like a year and some change and by some change I mean like a year and three months a year and a half at the most but it looks like it's going to be two years so I don't know like I I I don't think it it serves anybody to not be upfront about feelings along the way, you know, and, and feelings can change. And that's kind of where the conversation started. Well, so I think what it really comes down to is you don't want to make the transition to living aboard until you're done with school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And school isn't going to be done by July 1st. So we're not going to be living aboard by July 1st. That. Pretty much sums it up, huh? I felt like the conversation we had was a lot more constructive maybe than so. this. <laughs> maybe <laughs> this we, seems, maybe this we seems just like dun, this. dun 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 dun. Yeah, seriously, dun dun dun. Um, yeah, but so I guess in in all, I think there's other factors too. You know, like when I think about it, um, I am just like, how do we? It's one thing to get a boat and live aboard it and be like living a, in your slip, you know, but I think our plans are bigger than that. And it scares the shit out of me to, to think we're going to get a boat. And then we're primarily responsible for all of the navigating and the sailing and everything when I'm on a, a little eight foot Sabbat and there's times when I'm still like scared on an eight foot Sabbat of the unknown and what's going to happen and this and that, you know? And so I guess I just don't feel like very competent or confident in my sailing skills at this point. And I'm just trying to think like realistically, if that puts me on the like gloom and doom side of things, like that's not where, where I, I want to be, yeah, but I think fun, it takes, I think it takes two people, you know, like you have your ideal dream kind of thing. And then you have like, what's, what's really going on. And it's like the mix of the two and the balancing out of ideas and reevaluating. And I just think that that's where, that's where we're at right now. You know, like, I love being on a sailboat and I love sailing and what what gets me is like I also like being part of a team where someone is like more experienced and knows more and I just think it's going to take a little bit longer for us to to get to that point. I mean, I don't it's like it's almost like parenting like you're never really ready. Who's ready to have kids? Like it's on the job training all the time every single day. And so I think 
there's that element of it where, you know, you, you learn what to do and what not to do. But as far as the, like, even the fundamentals and the basics, there's, there's just a lot to learn still. So it's one thing if we're like, okay, yeah, we're going to buy a sailboat and live on it and not go anywhere at first, you know, but it's another thing to be like, okay, we're going to do this. And, and I don't know, like I just get ahead of myself and I overthink yep. a lot, but yep. there's something to say in that too, where, you know, I think you do have to entertain, okay, what is this like really going to look like when we're both like working and what does that look like? Raising kids and working in school and all of that. How does that look? You know? Well, my thoughts are is that, I mean, you can't plan for everything. So you just, you just set the, you just pick the direction you want to go in and, and make it happen and then deal with everything else as it comes. That's, that's part of it to me is like, let's get our butts on the boat and then we'll figure it all out. If we try to figure it all out before we get our butts on the boat, we might never get our butts on the boat. Yeah. So I'd like to get our butts on the boat. So one year, that's what I was pushing for that. And yeah, so when we first start out, you know, like we're not no plans and aspirations to be like circumnavigating. We're not, you know, going cruising or planning to, to live on the boat and weather storms and do transatlantic and Pacific crossings and stuff. We're, we're going to live on a boat and we're going to raise our kids and go to work and slowly become proficient with helming and trimming and repairing and maintenance and you know, taking things as they come along and probably having to have some help in the beginning with more experienced uh, sailors showing us the ropes and then eventually you know being being proficient but not making any of that happen if we're not on the boat in my mind i still think we can pull the whole thing off but i have conceded to Gabrielle's wishes, and I am officially removing the one-year timeline. I am retracting my words officially here live on the podcast that we are not holding ourselves to being liveaboards by July 1st, 2021. Even if that is just to help reduce some of the stress and anguish that Gabrielle has been feeling retracting retracting oh yeah doesn't mean i'm still not going to push for it okay so if it's not july the master plan I episode to be fucked pissed. me up that, that yeah. episode fucked me up i, I got and you know like all the deadlines like it just um i i understand goals and deadlines are important but like i my brain could not differentiate fun deadlines from not fun deadlines and being in school is like nothing but deadlines and being in like an accelerator program where half of it like I come out of a class sometimes wondering if I even learned anything because of the the sheer like this the speed at which you the pace of it all you know and so I I'm having a hard time with the deadlines that you're like this is fun we're gonna do a podcast we need to drop it every two weeks and this time we need to go and do this and do that and you know and then I'm like I got homework and this. like, it just seems like all one big deadline, but maybe that's, I'm just like whining about being an adult. It just seems like there's just nothing but deadlines. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If we're going to drop something that we're doing here, you know, cause I, I agree, like you've got a lot on your plate with going to school and I'm working two jobs and we have kids and you know, private life and whatnot. 
plus trying to move on a sailboat, plus making a podcast about trying to move on a sailboat. If there's anything in that that we should quit, it's this stupid fucking podcast that nobody listens to or cares That's about. That's not true. We've got people Except for Bradford Rogers. Ireland right. and, you know, Lakewood and... That's true. Okay. India okay, we have had... I'm all for the documentation. Five episodes, 1,000 listens. That's five more episodes than we would have if we didn't do it at all. And, and we 1, have people. bloopers. I mean, there's tons of shit still. We've 1, got bloopers and all kinds of play. dirty jokes. Oh, we got and, so and much Pocoho. Like we, we have a whole Beach Boy song that we've just slaughtered and defied and violated and fouled like that there's so, much good, there's so much good shit you know but like sometimes it's, we just have to manage yep. expectations you but know? we also don't have the time to make any of it happen oh, so yeah. thank god we don't have quarantine. any patreon subscribers because then i would have to be putting out all the videos that i promised that i would put out and i haven't done a one of them but we have material. all the videos we have the video and who wants to know, see me in a one-piece bathing suit? We d- I do. <laughs> Nobody else Could does. you call yourself a sailor before this podcast started? No, I don't think so. And we had the discussion, would you consider yourself a sailor now? Yes. Yeah. There's different levels we of being race a sailor. On We're novice. We can work in a, a team environment. racing team, and we own sailboats. Mm-hmm. We have two Sabbaths, damn it. And you've sanded and primered and... Mm-hmm. We, we sailed I've, I've to West Marine and, and we got... Yep, we sailed to West Marine and mm-hmm. bought... bought um, um, a cleat. A cleats, yes. <laughs> Those things that you, like, put rope around right? on, a, on a boat. It's a whole lot more than we had done six months ago yep. when we were just talking about totally. it. Totally. No, we've made. Some I thought you were just talk. Like no. you, one day you were Hell like, no. "We're gonna motor home on a sailboat for under hundred fifty thousand dollars." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Well, that's my buddy Cass's boat right there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a Stevenson or Stevens. Oh, don't don't take out what what I call boats because I called a Hans Christian boat a Hans. Oh, I edited that as Hans best as I could. Anderson or yeah, something. Sh- no. <laughs> I tried to cut the sin off of everyone. Don't Stevenson. go back and listen. Don't go back and listen. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're we're still novices. Hole, we're still novices, and we we know that. But we're learning, and we're making progress. I mean, I started this whole podcast saying oh, I've never trimmed a sail. Now we have a fucking hundred miles of sailing under our belts. Word. Word. We keep Stick a log. That in your funky wagnalls. Twenty hours and a hundred miles of sailing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of that uh, with the racing team, and some of that independent. But yeah, I can. You know, I can helm a boat. I can tack. I can jibe. I can rig those little sabots up and down. We need to. I can get stuck get under a bridge. Boats. Yeah, we can I can stuck fall under off a bridges. boat. I can get a concussion. Woo woo. Yep. But we're learning, and we're still on the goal of making this happen. It just we we've been trying to have some come to Jesus moments and uh, understanding each other and being okay with the fact that this might not happen in the time frame that I wanted it so badly to happen in, <laughs> <laughs> which I still want it to happen so badly in, and I will keep working on Gabrielle to to try to make it happen. But we'll remove the timeline expectations from this just to uh, reduce stress and try to make life oh, a little simpler. Oh, I love you. You never you. said that before. Yeah, yeah. So I still want it to happen by July 21st or July 1st, 2021. Who's Windfall? Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's Windfall. Another boat we race against. Why are all the boats boat we race four. against out here today? What day is it? <clears throat> it's Wednesday. Wednesday? 
When do we get to have the episode about quiet sex on a boat? <sighs> that makes me more excited about being on a boat. Well, a boat. we have two Sabbaths right now. It's not exactly good for Word, quiet sex that, on a boat. That's a lot of room. That's not that's a lot of room. Sixteen feet out in the middle of the harbor. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna to drop anchor <laughs> in the middle of the bay with all the other boats around and our open top Sabbaths. You're going to go strip it. and have clickbait for our website. <laughs> You're going to flash your dong to everyone what? just so we get likes and followers. Wow. You say it like that. No. You're so excited about it. If I flash my it. dong at people, we would have zero <laughs> listeners. I don't know. Maybe uh, no. Bradford Rogers. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> we done. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was horrible. It was so good. Wow. What are you talking about? Okay, so we have a website. We have a... Instagram. Instagram mm-hmm. that has never been updated. We That's have not true. I updated it like three months ago. We have emails. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. And nobody goes on these things. Um, and that's okay. Because we're not going to do jack shit until somebody does. So, <laughs> yeah. fuck yourselves. Sucka. Sucka. Um, well, that's probably not the good way to No, I love that. No. Keep to tell it. everybody to go fuck themselves? Yeah. No, that's not good. That's not good. We love you, people. Tip your Thank bartender. You. Tip your bartender. And... Uh, Keep um, up with the rusty schlong. Yeah. That's what we're naming our boat. Yeah. How about, um, you know. Either that or the rickety dong. Rickety dong. Okay. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> but seriously, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if anybody wants to drop us a line on any of our social media or emails, we won't bite hard. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know. Um, and Joe will flash you his dong. <laughs> whatever. I'm taking pictures of those boobs and putting them up on the website. That'll get us some listeners. Yeah. Uh, we'll get a few, few, totally uh, we'll get a few likes for that. Totally. Um, if you want to see Gabrielle scantily clad in a oh, swimsuit oh uh, on a surfboard. Washing the car. Washing the car. Playing guitar. There we go. Anything. Just let me know. Hit me up and we'll make it happen. Probably fifty nine ninety nine. Three easy payments for fifty nine ninety nine. Um. Oh my God! This is a disaster. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Suckers. Suckers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We will probably get back to you with another episode by springtime mm-hmm. of twenty twenty one. Um. Well, Joe will have emptied all of my yeah. bookshelves and sold all of my books. Yeah, I want to burn the fucking house down. I want to get rid of all this shit. I've been trying to sell stuff and stop selling. You now, like, nothing's shit, going. Babe. I just want to get rid of it. I want to move on the boat, like, next week. Let's make I got a happen. bucket of bikinis. That's yeah. all I need. They, that's right. I, we, don't, we don't need any of this stuff. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe Look, Galaxy. I mean, we're, 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 all I need is a towel. I agree. I and maybe a socket wrench set. Yeah, we got those. We got socket wrench set. I we have got some too. towels. We got swimsuits. Let's buy a boat. What are we waiting for? I don't understand. Why can't we be on the boat already? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Let's make it we happen. We need an internet connection for all the porn you like to watch. 
Well, the, the, I already have a plan for that too. We're going to move to a of 5G. Of course you do. Yeah. And a satellite phone. No, we don't need a satellite phone. We'll just get 5G on our phones and we'll use that as Wi-Fi. We don't have to take the shitty Marina Wi-Fi. Oh. Um, we need to make some Always phone calls. We need to make some interviews. I think we're done. <laughs> We've been here for like we're two hours. Done yet. What, um, we, what else do we need to I talk don't know, about? We're on a roll. Then you just shit on the roll. <laughs> It's like a shit on the yeah, roll. Yeah, it's like a roll dookie. Shit on a shingle. Yes. I think we should go on the we, I was great like, I was just British like, I was like baking soap. And shit. Shit it was on a roll, good. yo. The Queen Victoria's cake. But I wonder cake. what marzipan would look like if it was made out of... <laughs> I gotta go pee. <laughs> no, we got a lot uh, more content that we want to be putting out, and um, we just need to make it happen. We got interviews, we bloopers. got people, we got, oh, we got bloopers out the wazoo. We have uh, lots of books that we've been reading, or I have been reading, and uh, do need to plug, and podcasts, and uh, lots Bucket of lists. lots of pe- people that are uh, have already done the work to help make this happen for us. So we want to give credit where credit's due, and so I think that is our next episode, as it is slated, is we will actually talk about... Our uh, our references and materials and uh, oh boy. instructional stuff. So um, yeah, Bob and Tom on, and then yeah, mm-hmm. we need to do some interviews after that. So we got we got the captains of Dos Amigos. We have other, crew, uh, crew and friends and people that we know. We got David um, the boat builder in Florida. Yeah, David the boat builder. Maybe we even finagle Bradford song. Rogers into we one. We need a theme song. We need a theme song. We have we need one. To work goes, on that's like a jingle. That's not a jingle. It's a whistle. It's like an out. Yeah. It's out. I don't know. Well, now we got a sick ass bosun call to make it all. We bought a 12 string guitar. So you want to, you want to like record a theme song? Yes. I'm not a big fan of like music in podcasts. Who asked you? I make the podcast. <laughs> Nobody has to ask me. It's my motherfucking podcast. You take a snippet from it. It doesn't have to be like the whole Gilligan's yeah, Island of I know. song. But people do. They, it annoys me. There's so much music and so many of these podcasts. Like, well, it doesn't have to be. Like five seconds. You had a... Uh, five seconds. When people, they go on and they have these intros that go in and everything. Surf for surf I don't even like video. ours. I, I hate the whole like, hi, I'm Joe and I'm Gabrielle and... Welcome to our podcast. What do you from like? Surfers to sailors. What do you like? I, none of it. So listen to our podcast because it sucks ass. Basically. Basically. Yep. And that's a wrap. That was fucking terrible. All right, I'm going to kill it. You know? Drop a deuce.